This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hello, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me remotely for MNWR's weekly COVID-19 briefing for the week of October 26, 2020. This week, MNWR published seven reports. Two reports examine the impact of COVID-19 on healthcare workers. Another report focuses on the increasing role of telehealth in delivering healthcare during the pandemic. One report describes how COVID-19 spread rapidly during an overnight high school retreat in Wisconsin among people who had recently tested negative. A report details a COVID-19 outbreak among a university's men's and women's soccer teams. Another report describes how behaviors to prevent the spread of COVID-19 that are reported by the majority of all adults are least common among young adults. The final report describes the successful adoption of mitigation strategies by election officials, poll workers, and voters to minimize COVID-19 spread during a statewide primary in Delaware. Two reports published in this week's issue highlighted the importance of slowing the spread of COVID-19 in healthcare settings and in the community to protect our nation's healthcare workers. An analysis of nearly 7,000 adults hospitalized with COVID-19 during March through May 2020 found that approximately 6% were healthcare workers. Hospitalized healthcare workers most commonly worked in nursing-related occupations. About one out of four hospitalized healthcare workers with COVID-19 were admitted to the ICU. These findings show that COVID-19 infection can lead to severe illness among healthcare workers and reinforce the importance of taking steps to slow the spread of COVID-19 in healthcare settings and in the community. In another report, the Minnesota Department of Health and more than 1,100 partnering healthcare facilities assessed over 21,000 COVID-19 exposures in healthcare workers during March to July 2020. Although almost two out of three higher risk exposures involved direct patient care, one out of three of these exposures occurred outside of patient care, such as during interactions with coworkers or other social and household contacts. Healthcare workers should be aware of the risk of being exposed to COVID-19 outside of patient care, such as during contact with coworkers, friends, or family. These exposures were more likely to lead to a positive test when compared to exposures related to patient or resident care. When investigators examined risk by healthcare settings, they found workers in long-term care settings were less likely to wear appropriate personal protective equipment than their colleagues in acute care. They were more likely to be asked to return to work and then work while experiencing symptoms following higher risk exposures. They also were more likely to test positive for COVID-19. These findings underscore the importance of ensuring healthcare workers have flexible sick leave, access to testing, and personal protective equipment. While COVID-19 has had a large impact on healthcare workers, 
It has also had a large impact on the way healthcare workers provide care. Healthcare delivery has shifted during the COVID-19 pandemic, with telehealth playing a prominent role in increasing access to services during this public health emergency. In February 2020, CDC recommended that people and healthcare providers in areas affected by COVID-19 adopt practices to avoid close contact. CDC specifically recommended that healthcare facilities and providers offer services through virtual means, such as telehealth. According to a new NMWR report, during the first few months of 2020, telehealth visits increased by 50% compared with the same time in 2019. During the last week of March 2020, telehealth visits increased by over 150% compared with the same week in 2019. Most telehealth appointments were by patients who had conditions other than COVID-19. Telehealth has multiple benefits during the pandemic. It expands access to care, reduces disease exposure for staff and patients, preserves skilled supplies of personal protective equipment, and reduces patient demand on facilities. In another report on COVID-19 in a congregate setting, investigators detailed an outbreak of COVID-19 linked to an overnight high school retreat in Wisconsin. All participants were tested before arrival. Students and counselors slept in shared yurts and dormitories, interacted freely, and were not required to wear masks or stay six feet apart. A day after arriving, one student developed symptoms of COVID-19, despite testing negative the previous week, and later tested positive. Infection rapidly spread from the single student with 76% of attendees developing COVID-19. To prevent introduction of COVID-19 into group settings, these findings highlight the importance of preventive measures such as quarantining before arrival, testing before and after arrival, mask use, and keeping interactions to smaller groups. Colleges and universities are at risk for COVID-19 outbreaks because of behaviors on and off campus. In August 2020, the Chicago Department of Public Health was notified of a cluster of 17 COVID-19 cases among the university's men's and women's soccer teams. Numerous social gatherings occurred, including a birthday party, dormitory and apartment visits, and an unsanctioned soccer match with little to no mask use or social distancing. These gatherings likely led to a COVID-19 outbreak among student athletes on two soccer teams. Colleges and universities should consider CDC guidance for periodic repeat testing among groups that increase risk for infection because of frequent exposure to close contacts on and off campus. Improved messaging regarding the importance of wearing masks and staying six feet apart from others also is critical. Another report found that reported use of behaviors to prevent the spread of COVID-19, such as wearing a mask, hand washing, and staying at least six feet apart from others, were reported by the majority of adults in all age groups. 
However, these prevention behaviors were lowest among adults aged 18 to 29 years and highest among adults aged 60 and older. This may contribute to the higher rates of confirmed COVID-19 cases in younger adults. We need to better understand the reasons young adults choose prevention behaviors as well as the barriers to their uptake. Then we can tailor messages and programs to increase and maintain recommended behaviors to prevent the spread of COVID-19. In the last report I will talk about, poll workers during Delaware's statewide primary election in September 2020 were surveyed. They reported widespread adoption of most COVID-19 mitigation measures recommended for poll workers and voters, including wearing masks, frequent use of hand sanitizer, frequent sanitizing of high-touch surfaces and equipment, and staying at least six feet apart. This supports current guidance related to the importance of absentee voting, extended poll hours, and other voting options that reduce congregation of voters in polling locations. Thank you for joining us for this week's briefing. To stay up to date on the latest MMWR reports on COVID-19, go to cdc.gov slash MMWR and subscribe for free. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.